Wake up, new day in the new city. All this cash on me and it's blue tinted. In the bedroom, got new linens. In the bedroom, got two women. When I pull up, it's a problem. They just don't know what to do with me. They just don't know what to do with me. Time to pull up, I'm making it so. Here's for the times I was broke. Shout to the people who slept on me. I bet you tigers, you finally won. All I need, all of that gold. All I need, all of that shade. St. John, former uh, Tilton Ram quarterback, now hip hop yeah, artist, writer, producer, engineer. Yes, engineer. Um, so I'm sort of doing this whole thing because I am someone who's trying to like step out into the creative field industry with like a sports podcast. And to be honest, man, it's been like kind of fucking weird because like it's not something I grew up doing and shit like that. So I'm reaching out to some people who have been doing this, whether it's for 10 years or two years. And I guess I'm just like looking for some advice on like how you got going and stuff like that. Because I think it's pretty cool, man. I think it's like a really hard thing for a lot of people to do is say, I want to be uh, a writer. I want to be, I want to work in music. I want to work in comedy sports. Um, so I guess my first question for you is like, at what point did you know this was for you and how did you start of like, take me through your journey from when you didn't fuck with this genre to like, okay, I'm a, this is my thing now. Um, so when it comes to that, it's pretty simple. I don't even like consider like, it's like I'm a hip hop artist, but I really make, you know, so many genres like, R&B pop. I, don't really I saw that. I said R&B and soul. I, I was like, really, damn, I bro. I don't, yeah, I don't really genre discriminate, right? But um, no, it all really started, honestly, it started back before. I mean, it always, I love writing forever. Um, and then it's like almost, it started to, like when I went to school with you at uh, Tilton, Tilton School, you know, as I'm repping this beer right now. Yeah, yeah. Memorabilia shit. But um, it started there. I got into it. I got passionate. Um, then I kind of got like... Um, so know, it so it. did it... It started at Tilton or before Tilton or... No, definitely, definitely before Tilton. I always wrote, but like I never, okay. wrote, I never wrote a mic. And then actually at Tilton, the music teacher would let me go into that studio. So I made like that first song, Kyle Masterson's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember him. I made songs that were pretty cool. I liked it. Um, it really, it was always something I loved doing. Um, and then, you know, life, you kind of just, you know, I kind of just stopped. Like, you know, something happened. You know, I stopped making, I stopped creating. Um, and then I came back to it, um, kind of got in my comfort zone. And the truth is, you kind of just have to be ruthlessly, authentically, like, unafraid to be yourself and unapologetic to be, put your face out there, like, you know, you can't really hide from yourself once you try and be an artist because you have to give yourself to the world in order for them to like you. So, you know, it's a lot about pushing, like, outside your comfort zone, which is why, like, I love that you're doing this because it's fucking dope. Um, because, you know, I, I, I was like, oh, shit, he played this thing, but it's good. Like, like, that's dope. Like, you know, so I support. And, you know, it's also about support. You got to have the right support system. You got to network. It's everything, um, you know what you're doing is perfectly honestly you're ahead of where i was shit it took me five years to figure out one thing network well, i mean i'm not like i first got the idea to do this 
two and a half years ago about. And it's taken me like two and a half years just to get to this point. I've sort of had like a similar, you know, you gave it up, you did it for a few years, you gave it up. And now you're like, you know what? No, this is really what I want to fucking do with my life. And I'm gonna put all my energy into. So I totally feel that man. And like you were saying about like, it was a moment and it was the moment I met my mentor. It felt like I found purpose. It felt good. Um, Yeah. I fucking learned how to engineer, and I got to record my my first songs and my mixtapes and stuff. And um, that was um, literally all because some dude took me under his wing. His name is Morocco, um, and he taught me everything he knew. And I would go there from 12 a.m. do his sessions. Then from like 12 and like uh, no, 12 p.m. whatever, 12 at night, I would yeah. end up I would end up getting the booth for myself for after the whole day from noon to 12 at night. I worked for him, but he taught me everything. So it was a trade off, and that's kind of what. And then from there, I kind of just took off. I came into New York City, and then I stopped. You know, I, I kind of you, you gotta have like um, a set of balls. You gotta have some juice, Doug. Yeah, um, yeah. You gotta have some juice, um, or you're just gonna get. Especially in New York City, uh, it's not the most polite city when it comes to just rigorous honesty about being a wagger. Uh, so like, you gotta really. Oh, dude, be, I agree. And it's like I learned this too. If you don't believe in you, it doesn't. Nothing is gonna work. You know? The cities, it's like, that's kind of what like gravitated me towards here is like, I just like the, like when you're just the, the vibe of like walking around New York city is so different than where we were in New Hampshire at Tilton, where I grew up in Massachusetts and shit like that, like the energy of the city. And like, there's so many different like, like levels to it. I've, I've been waiting tables and bartending for the past like four years there's that there's like, you know, there's everybody who's in like, like I have friends who work in finance and like, that's a whole thing. You have like the musicians and the, and like the, you know, creative people, you have the fashion, you have uh, fucking the athletes and shit. It's like, it's, it's everything we, we don't have. What's the, I don't know what we don't have. Yeah, man. I love it. And like, I come from like, you know, I come from like Massachusetts and like outside of Boston and stuff. And I love Boston. I'm a huge Boston sports fan, but you know, even me, I was like, I'm going to, yeah, I mean, I I'm, let's not go into that. Yet. <laughs> we will. Oh, we're going to get to the, we're going to get to the giants and all that shit. But like, even though I don't live in New York city, I live like, cause it's so fucking expensive and you live in Brooklyn and I'm like, okay, I can afford to live in New Jersey and be close enough to Manhattan where, where the work is and where the energy is. And like, I can still make it work, you know? Like you don't need to, I mean, I, I'm in Brooklyn right now, quarantine in this motherfucking chaotic time. Right. And, um, low key, like the only reason that I'm not losing my mind is because I literally can you want to see record it anytime with this mic right here bro that's dope that's dope i'm gonna i want to i want to talk to you about some equipment too but yeah what were you saying i make all my shit at home honestly i worked yeah. at audio i was the head engineer at audio max studios um so i did all like the title bless the boots um, okay. i rap one of them so i mixed for like wife of john ynw belly broad wave um you know like all a lot of these people number one songs whatever um and uh Fucking what's we call it, but yo, so let me ask you this, man. When you say you were the engineer, like do you mean you were help producing the music or the lyrics or I was the dude on the boards. Okay. Like, okay. So so in music there's you know, there's producer, he's on a beat typically, right? Yeah. Um engineer is typically the one who so it's a lot of geeky work. Um you cut out frequencies in your voice, you do or the person who puts the auto tune on it, the echoes, the reverb, the I, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's science to it. Um, 
But it's something that's super cool that I'm blessed because now I can just take this mic I have, which isn't that dope of a mic, but you know, I I know how to mix so well that it doesn't matter if I'm in a studio or in the corner of my back room in my crib. Well, no, bro, that like that makes sense because you're learning from the ground up. You're doing the nitty gritty shit, which is helping you build like to like where you can be producing the beats and all that shit. I feel like in any industry, you got to do that. You can't just like walk in, you know, to the top of, oh, I'm, you know, any record studio and be like, I'm going to be a rapper, sign me. You got to know what you're fucking doing. Anyone who says that, I think it's a lie, honestly, too. Because like, it doesn't happen overnight and it never has. Unless it's like some TikTok shit. I, don't, I can't get it. Yeah, if you're one of those like viral Insta stars. People going to hate me about that. I can't get rid of it. I just thought it annoys me. But um no, but yeah, real hard. It's everyone goes. Everyone like the truth is, every artist has a journey. Yeah, so you just gotta take it day by day and keep it moving and keep producing and keep creating and keep you fucking you know keep keep challenging yourself to do better. Because someone's like, it's on a Zoom right now in the West Coast or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, uh, you know what I mean? It's the same yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yours is gonna be doper. Yeah, man. And you, so you've been working on this, you've been doing this for what, like 10 years, almost just about basically yeah, 10. Like I literally, um, and I didn't have any success like the first five years, honestly, like, so, like when I was St. D as you like to say, like I was not <laughs> successful. I didn't get paid shows. I didn't do, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't have views. I didn't have it. I was getting paid every Friday for my streams. I was like, like, um, you know, and now it's super humbling to be honest about that because 10 years is a lot of fucking work to not even be where you want to be at, you know, and that's another challenge as an artist because it's, you know, it's like, I feel like I'm never satisfied uh, with where I'm at. Um, so it's like, but I don't feel like I'm plateaued. I just feel like I, I want to be here. I want to be here. Like, yeah, you're always looking forward, bro. For one hit, I just would want two number one hits. You know, what I, mean? I don't think it's ever going to stop. It's a brain, it's how my brain works. Um, so I got, I have, I have some questions, a lot of questions off that. Like, like one, like kind of like what kept you going, but also like from what you just said, like what would success look like for you? Are you feel like you're successful now or what would like short-term success and sort of like long-term success be for you? So it's question about the successful now. Yeah. Um, you know, in some ways, yes, I've accomplished a lot for someone who's completely independent and has done it pretty much all on its own with a little Fuck, bit of help from a few friends. Um, but at the same time, no. At the same time, no, because I hope I, I want to hold myself to a higher standard always, you know what I'm saying? And my long term with this is to be able to provide for my family with music and arts and being able to create for a living. Um, and I have to do so many side hustles and work a job to work a job to work a job to work my passion. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and that's the ultimate goal. So where, am I content with where I'm at? Am I blessed to be where I'm at? Yes. Right now I'm quarantined and I'm, I'm healthy. I have a mic here. I have music dropping. I've just dropped two songs. We're doing very well. Satisfied. Um, but no, yeah, of course I want to do better. Uh, same time, no, I'm not happy. I want to be fucking on the charts. I want, you know what I mean? Like, so you like, want to be like up on the like, like the Billboard top 100, Billboard top like 20 and shit. And more so, I want to be collaborating with people who are all in the game who have been doing that because I feel like you just, I feel like the key to this shit is really getting around people that have knowledge that you might not have and dropping your ego and learning from every being a sponge, bro. Yeah, being a sponge, being a sponge is like everything. Learning, yeah. Exactly. 
So what would, what's it going to take for you? What do you think it's going to take for you to get from where you're at now to like billboard top 100? Probably strategy. Yeah. Um, I'm, la- I'm lazy with strategy. Um, <laughs> Bro, I, mean, I feel you. Yeah. That's what, yeah. I, I mean, I love the music so much that I don't care, which is fine, but it's stupid. People think I'm stupid for, I, I, I might be, I might not be. I think that one day it's just going to start speaking for itself. And it's just, like, yeah. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean people think you're stupid? What do you mean because you like the music? Oh, because like it's like I'll just you know people people want to you know how it works is like a business, bro. You put money behind songs, you do this behind songs, and that's smart. And yes, yeah, yeah. I, I plan on doing that with certain records. Yeah, but I create every day, so for me to not just drop music is like, what's the point, bro? We're living, yeah. in, we're, we're living in a world where nothing's promised tomorrow. Clearly, so me, I've always been on the. My thing is, I want to drop music the way I want to, and then when the time's right, you know, I'll put that money behind the promo. I'll do this. I'll do that. And that'll be the when you, my album, right? You yeah, know? yeah. But at the end of the day, like good music lives forever. So once, you know, once I put that product out, that the right, you know, connect with the right person, right producer, whatever it may be, um, you know, this truth is like, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm still working to figure that shit out. I'm still trying to grow, um, but I think you know, eventually, you know. It's just a matter of time, and then get, and then it's like you got to catalog the backtrack. That's dope. Boy, label just makes me scratch it or no? <laughs> nah, fuck that. I wouldn't let it. I'm like, nah. Um, but nah, and the biggest thing for me is just I wanted to always not been be um like fake. You don't want to be wait. You don't want to be what? I can't have tats on my face. I can't do that. I can't talk that crazy shit because I'm not with that crazy shit. But I, so you're saying you don't want it. You, you're saying, I'm sorry, I just cut out for a second. You don't want the tattoos on the... For me, it's like the gimmick shit that I won't do. I, yeah, I yeah. I don't like it, so I don't do it. And I don't really care. So I think it's a phase. Yeah, dude. Well, you want to be authentic to yourself. Yeah. You don't I mean, want to be like, you don't want to have the image of you're a fucking rapper. You want to like do the art. No, I want to be the dude who's like a fucking billionaire, but like... You just walk in in like casual Nikes and joggers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, you don't want to like. Yeah, you don't want to have the fad of being hip hop and like you know all the 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 like the lingo and like the clothes and the face tattoos, man. You want to be yourself. I fuck. I fuck with that. I'm not like Frank Ocean about it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, you know, I'd be happy with the life where I was able to provide, able to have my music be loved. And hopefully one day, my biggest thing is I hope the world opens up so I can tour. Um, Cause that's really where I feel like um, I do my best music on stage. I got you. So, um, but hopefully that happens in 20 something, 2020 something. Um, and uh, we'll get back to it. Have but, you, ever, you said you've like opened for some guys, right? Yeah, yeah, so I, I opened up for uh, Jay-Z at the Metal wow. Festival. Um, at the where? A Metal Festival. Wow. Yeah, I opened up for Ferd, like about ASAP Ferd, like five times. Um, LA and New York and shit. Um, opened up for Currency, opened up for TI. Um, so let me ask you this, man. Like, is that something where you, you like shake those guys' hands backstage and you say, what up, I'm Dylan and shit like that? Or is it sort of like? Ferd, yes. Yeah, um, Okay. Jay-Z, not a shot. I had a trailer at the Meadows. I met some cool-ass dude. Jay-Z, I don't even know where he was. I think he had his own private little, like, thing with trailer. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, he's, like, a fucking megastar, bro. He's, like, the A-list of A-lists. Because, like, bro, my thing, like, I've run into some... So, I'm a bartender, and I've been working in restaurants. I started working in restaurants, like, 15. But, like, here in New York City, I've been doing it for almost four years. And I, and I meet uh, a lot of 
a lot of celebrities, they just come through the restaurant and like, you know, whether you're an athlete, a musician, an actor and stuff, like I've always sort of said, like, you got to shoot your shot. If you come across those people, I, this new thing is like, it's not about, it's not about like saying, Hey, like, give me a, you know, give me a record deal or, Hey man, like give me an interview. It's just like, Oh, I met Aziz Ansari. He came in before he did a show at the, at the comedy cellar. I was like, Hey man, I'm Taylor McQuaid. I'm getting into sports podcasting, man. I just want to introduce myself. So he kind of like, I don't know. I think that's like something that a lot of people should do. I saw, I had an interview at, you know, when I started this year ago, I had an interview at a sports broadcasting company. And while I was, I showed up like an hour early and I was so nervous. I was like pacing around the building outside drinking coffee. And I ran into Katie Nolan, who's like a Boston sports person. And I was like, I she's on ESPN, bro. And I saw her and I was just like, I walked up to her. I was like, hey, I was so fucking nervous, dude. I was like, hey, Katie Nolan, my name is Taylor McQuaid. I have an interview up here in about a half hour. Do you have any advice for me? And she was super nice, man. And she was like, hey, you know, just be yourself, you know, do this shit. And I was like, yo, like, I appreciate that, like, back and forth. Yes, good people are good people. Um, yeah, man. People would be surprised if you approach it without, like, a, like, if you approach, like, you know, if you don't look at it, you, you can't try and, like, always get something from someone, too. So what exactly. I'm like, sometimes, you know, you got to do something for someone else. And then next thing you know, you get a phone call and you're opening up for so-and-so because, you know, what, you did that favor that one time and connected so-and-so with so-and-so to get them something, right? Yeah, it's a chain, man. It's like lately I've been like focusing a lot on gratitude. And it's like if you just like go into the world like with with gratitude and being thankful for what you have and you help people out when you can you'd be surprised that a lot of good shit and karma good karma comes back your way it's not about like asking for something it's just about like putting good energy out there helping somebody if you can taking your shot when you can people a lot of people will be surprised so i don't know man that's sort of just been like motivating me a lot lately you know you should have a president man Oh, no, bro, I'd be a fucking shitty ass. I'm, I'm, I don't have the intelligence span, bro. I'd be like, what, what, doc, a proclamation? What the fuck? I don't, I'm so not that smart, but <laughs> especially right now, though, gratitude is something that I think is super important. Um, because you know, a lot of people are fucking dying, and you know, you're able to do this dope thing that you know I'm happy to be a part of right now, and it's like you know, this interview, basically, podcast, whatever you want to call it. But a lot of people are stuck in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. Don't I know. I guess fucking so gratitude is crazy. I mean, you know, there's just count your blessings, not your problems, you know? Yeah, man. It's like, for me personally, this has been sort of a time of creativity for me. Now, I'm on day about like 42 of quarantine. And for the first month... I was trying to create stuff down here in my little basement. I was trying to do fucking like comedy. I was trying to do podcasts. I was trying to do, I was trying to do some TikToks and shit, bro. And like, I'm just like not a TikTok guy. I, I so bad, but it's sort of like, you know, it's given me a lot of time to get all the shitty shit out and giving me some time to process and be like, yo, maybe I should do a podcast series. And like, okay, so this is, this is how it's gone for me. I was struggling to come up with material and I was listening to a podcast. It was Erica Nardini of Barstool Sports, the token CEO. And she was like, look, man, this is a time for the Hail Marys. Just throw out any ideas you have. 
and I was listening to another podcast and it was saying, maybe try a podcast series. And I was like, okay, let's talk about what I'm doing right now. I'm struggling to create fucking content. How do I talk about that? Why don't I just read? Yeah, well, not, not now, now, but then beforehand, like a week ago. And I was like, why don't I reach out to people in this industry and try to like, you know, and it will, it was kind of weird, man. At first, look look at the results though, just by reaching out. Yeah. Yeah. Connecting. And it's like, you know, crazy. All you got to do is literally reach out. You never know. It's like, literally, my mom mom says this thing. It's like, I don't think she created it, but it's like showing up (laughs) Yeti at the wall. Some of it's going to stick eventually. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you got to just like, I mean, I've just been shoot your shot. Shooters got to shoot. Shooters got to shoot, bro. I mean, we kind of talked about how, how you feeling, man? How you feeling through this? Bro, I'm so, like, med- like health wise, I'm great, bro. I'm getting- yeah. Besides not having a good proper fade, which is. Is <laughs> that um, why you got the hat on? I just been shaving my head, bro. I'm yeah, like, yeah, dude, fuck it, dude. It, I'm my, I need to, I like, honestly, I would go right to the barber if we opened up. Um, but so I'm great, man. Mentally, I've been trying to keep my composure just through, honestly, through music is really the channel I have. Um, it's like an outlet for you. Yeah, it's music. Um, you know, I've been trying to get some air when I can. Yeah? Um, I'm big on, like, just, you know, like, I like being cooped up at the same time. Like, I'm hidden in my, you know, like, <laughs> shit, my girl wants to kill me because I'm back here, right, um, all the time. And I'm singing just because it's like, I have this crazy week. It's like, although it's terrible what's happening, I'm trying to look at it like a blessing to just create. It is, bro. For, for, for creative people, this is, it's just time. It's time off. You know, express yourself through this fucking, you know, pandemic we're having. Um, not even like be depressed and write depressing music. It's like, nah, let me just like nah, man. change my, as my, in my outlook on the whole thing. And, you know, obviously I want the fucking world back. I think everyone does. But like, in the meantime, yeah, I'm going to make as much music as I can. And, you know, and I think that also in the meantime, I helps about the personal psyche. I wish I could say like I meditate, but I, bro, I try. It's shit is hard. As Yo, you got to find someone to do it with. I've been meditating with my girlfriend. It, it's, it's, uh, it I helps, bro. I got ADD out the ass, bro. I ain't. You ain't, yo. Bro, try a short one. Try like a 15-minute one. Just try 10 minutes. I was thinking, I was thinking three minutes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you meditating for, C-Clay? I've been going like 17 minutes a day. Wow. 17, we do a 17-minute meditation a day. I've been like, dude, no, I'm no. trying to move towards that lifestyle of like Are mental. Me too. I haven't moved towards the yoga yet. Yeah, I've gone like. Vegan as well. So I did a 30 day vegan challenge. I did vegan for 30 days, man. And I did it. And you I'll did. tell you this much, man. On- it's not bad. I just had vegan pizza the other day. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's um, great. I didn't know it was vegan pizza. So I found out after. I was like, wow, really? It was crazy. Oh, you hated it. Uh, no, it's just funny. You kind of said it like, Rrr. no, but, um, I, I think what I noticed was dude, after day two, I had so much more energy. Dude, wow. meat meat what makes you. Vegan? What is vegan? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I like it's like meat, cheese. What is it again? What can't you? So vegan is just no animal products. So nothing that came out of animal. No milk. No eggs. No meats. Yeah, all right. So look, it's impressive you did that. 
that's not looking good for me. Um, Yo, man, it's mental. It's all mental. Listen, just listen, 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 man. Not even mental. It's like, I like meat. I like chicken. I like eggs. I like milk. I don't know. I like that shit. I, so the reason I did it was because I threw this, this thing, I, I work, I was working a lot. I was working late hours, bartending late nights. And that on top of, I was working 50 hours a week. I was, I have two dogs that I take out for an hour and a half a day. I have a girlfriend I want to spend time to, and I'm trying to start a personal project and it was too much for me. So I couldn't do everything. I couldn't. And that's why I, I wasn't able to do the podcast because I didn't have any energy or time. And so one day I was like, I need more energy. I'm fucking, I'm doing vegan for 30 days. And on day two, bro, I, at the end of the day, I was like, I feel like a million bucks. I feel like I could do anything right now. So if you're someone who's working a lot, just give it a try, man. If you flush, if I lost 10 pounds like that. I feel like I need to put weight on, but. Okay, so there are there are the whole Titans. You know, let's go to let's turn to sports real quick. Hold up. All right, right, here I'm gonna transition to sports, bro. I'm gonna transition to sports. The 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 Tennessee Titans. Hot takes. Hot takes. Let's go. (laughs) The Tennessee Titans offensive line is is did vegan diets, bro. Look at Derrick Henry. Why are we going back to? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk sports, man. Let's talk. So have you been, have you been watching the draft at all? Have you been watching the NFL draft this weekend? Can you tell me who the giant, the giants got? They got, they drafted an offensive tackle with the fourth overall pick. I know Um, that pick. No, no, I know that pick. I know that pick. I like that pick because trust me, Saquon's the future. Mark my words. Yo, I mean, yeah, he's a fucking beast. Yeah. He's an amazing player. He's an amazing fucking player. Daniel Jones, the jury's still out. The jury's still out on Daniel Jones, my friends. Yo, honestly, fuck Daniel Jones. What? You say fuck Daniel Jones? I don't back it. I'm a Giants fan. True blue. Through and through. So it's, what, he, he's not it. 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 He's like a, he's like a cloned version of Eli Manning. That's not it. Eli, no, that's not it. Oh, you know what? You didn't like Eli at the end either? Okay. Okay. No, dude, I love Eli. Eli won us two rings. I love Eli. Truth is, bro, but no. Just no. no. Do you think, yo, do you think Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer? Yes. Only because he has two rings. Okay. Only because of those two Super Bowl runs. He's like a gunslinging. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I can't say what I want to say. Just like, no, you can say, no, you can say fucking whatever you, you can say. We can say. Gunslinging, packing dippers, like fucking. Yeah, I threw five picks today. Like, it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the fucking uh, what the fuck? Like, you know, what I mean, like Eli would just throw like ducks too. It's like, yeah, man. He, I mean, like, I didn't. He won us two rings. I love him. Um, so I can't throw shade. But Daniel Jones, not it. No, I'll I like. Go on, I'll go on ESPN and say this shit. Cam <laughs> <laughs> uh, Newton if fucking Carolina doesn't want him. I love bro when those. Are- Cam, Cam and Saquon would be crazy. That would be a dope little, like, uh, QB option. That would be fucking Bro, sweet with him. Carolina, like, uh, who they draft? They draft the quarterback? Um, they, they like that dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just signed him to a deal, I think. Like, yeah. Cam's going to be a giant. Watch, mark my words. 
I would. I mean, bro, I like Cam Newton. I will buy an Xbox One and Madden if that happens. <laughs> so you guys also drafted a safety from Alabama with your second round pick. You got another offensive tackle, uh, a cornerback, a guard, and a linebacker from Penn State. So I, I mean, I don't really like know these guys too. Really boring. Um, but the Giants probably need that. Yeah, dude. I mean, we have no defense and no line. You need to get Saquon help. Yeah. And maybe Daniel Jones is good, but he fumbled and threw so many picks. That well, yo, he was a rookie. Wasn't he a rookie? Yeah, you know who else was rookies? People who put up numbers and are the future. <laughs> I want a franchise dude. I want someone who's going to light up. I want to look fucking Lamar Jackson. Put him. I want him. Right, it's kind of wild that every team fucking passed on that guy. Oof. Yeah. I think we – well, we Everybody did. He was the 30, 32nd pick. Every team passed on him. The Ravens traded up to get him with their second pick in the first round. But, um, uh, yo, side. are you a uh, – are you – what do you think about Tom Brady going to Tampa? I think he's smart. I think Tampa's a great team. I think fucking uh, Jameis, right, Jameis? Yeah. He was terrible, dude. And if he wasn't throwing five picks a game, they would have been great. Because I think yeah. they, have a good, they have a good foundation. They got that fucking dude in the draft to protect Brady. Yeah, they got offensive uh, tackle. A lot, yeah. a lot of pressure on that guy. Who, but Brady? They got Gronk. And Gronk, oh. actually, Gronk's the only – honestly, Gronk's the glue to make any team amazing. He's the best tight end ever. I think, I um, think his aura is going to be like – I think it just in the locker yeah, room, yeah, having yeah, him yeah, is – is going to be fire. I think that Brady's smart. And he knew that they were a great team with a bad quarterback. Jamie, yeah, 30 picks, 30 touchdowns. That's like some kind of fucking NFL record that will never be broken. And it's pretty they wild. They had like basically um, – like, bro, they literally had fucking games where they would lose by one, win by one, all because he's all picks for no reason. Like, bro, Brady looked pretty smart. He's got Giselle. Giselle made the decision. It doesn't matter. It's over. I was looking at the numbers the other day. I think there were six games where Tampa oh, Bay. Wait, wait, why are we asking me about this? Because how do you feel as a New England Patriots diehard fan? Yo, dead ass, bro. Like, okay. Are you burning your Tom Brady gear? Hell no. Hell no. So, look, I love the Patriots. I love Tom Brady. It was clear that there was a serious, like, riffraff with – Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, the serious like tension between those guys. I mean, it's not like they, Tom Brady said, fuck you guys. I'm done with this place. He's been there for 20 years. He won six Super Bowls. He what? Bro, he took pay cuts cuts for too long. They did him dirty, dirty, man. I mean, he wanted, I think he just wanted, you know, he wanted weapons around him. He wanted to be respected in the locker room. And like, I don't fucking blame the guy. I just, he's done so much for the city. It's not like he like. I've had like 85 running backs in the last three years. I feel like you guys like don't have one star play. Like, well, like, no, they got James White's been a been a fucking yeah, stud for these great, guys. Yeah, whatever you want to call a stud. He's a receiver at running back. He's basically a receiver at running back. A stud, but a stud is fucking McCaffrey. Well, yeah, well, we we you know they they use the the running backs a little different in New England than Christian McCaffrey, but. Um, yo, man, I just think that like, it was time to move on all great fucking dynasties ends. It was, I don't blame the guy. It would have been cool to see him retire as a New England Patriot, but I was 
fucking like, I, it, it, you saw the writing on the wall. It's not like he was like days beforehand. He had already announced he wasn't coming back. I want to see the guy win a Super Bowl in Tampa. I'd be fucking, I'm still rooting for the Patriots, but I wish the guy success. I mean, wow. he wasn't, yeah, I'm rooting for him. Feels, or is that just you like respecting Brady in the process? Um, no, boy. I don't know. I think Boston's. I don't think they're pissed at him. I think they're pissed at yeah, Belichick. Added someone. Yeah, they're pissed at Belichick because they didn't well, sign him. You know it's on. You know it's on Belichick. Belichick's like, we don't need him. Yeah, yeah. He want, It's an ego thing. It's two egos. Brady and Belichick. They want to prove that it was them and not the other guy. And it's Ready? like, I got another question for you. All right, what's up? Who, who, through the draft, ready? In your, to your, in your opinion, who's having the best? Top three teams having the best drafts, and why? I think that the Miami Dolphins drafting Jalen Hurts was huge. If he can, no, wait, not Jalen Hurts. Um, Tua? Uh, Tua. I think them drafting Tua is huge. Um, I mean, yeah, I think he's dope, man. I, I want to see him. I want to see you know in the second rounds who who drafted uh, Jalen Hurts. It was. Uh, who got Jalen Hurts? I like him better than Tua. Jalen Hurts, why can't I fucking – I haven't even studied the draft. I've been, like, outside all fucking day. My bad. I need a quiz you on it. I'm going to look it up. Oh, he went to the Eagles. I like I liked Tua to the Eagles to back up Carson. I mean, that's kind of cool. Like, Carson Wentz is going to get fucking injured, so. <laughs> well, maybe not because he's got time to rehab. What? All right. Uh, so go on. So, so, um, and I like, I like, I like the fact, I mean, I don't know about like best, but like the cool, I like the quarterbacks going. I like the fact that the green Bay Packers drafted a quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers. I think that's so awesome. I think they're just tired of Aaron Rodgers complaining. I think they're tired why of him. Hating on, why are you hating on Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I don't know, man. I like, I think he's a phenomenal talent. I think he has the opposite personality of Tom Brady. Tom Brady sort of has like a team first mentality and Aaron Rodgers sort of has like a me first mentality. With that said, I know that like Tom Brady's had a lot more success than Aaron Rodgers, but, um, Rodgers, what did he win one? He's one for one. Yeah, but whatever. Rodgers is fucking filthy, bro. He's, um, his talent is probably one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time. They totally wasted a pick. They should have put talent around him for one more, two more years. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think it's kind of like funny. It's most entertaining for me is definitely that pick. Well, I um, think Rodgers is going to win the MVP because of it. He's so pissed. I bet he's so pissed. I'd be so – dude, I played quarterback. If you did that to me, I'd be so – Yeah, pissed. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Dude, I'd be like, yeah, you, so you're planning on slowly taking me out. That's like a deep, that's a deep cut, bro. It's it is a deep cut. cut. Oh like yeah. If I won you a Super Bowl. I'd be like, dog. Like what? But um, he's he, 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 yo, he's the first person. Him and like fucking Mahomes would do that fucking throw where they just they do that wrist shit. It's crazy. That shit's crazy. I can't. I couldn't do that. I could throw a pretty decent ball, but I couldn't. Yo, did you ever think about playing college football? Yeah, I always wished I did. I wish I played like D three, D two, whatever. I regret that. I regret not like working harder in high school and not like going for that shit, bro. I wish I almost started. Like I wish I went to a D three school that wasn't even that good. Just play quarterback and try to make it good. Yeah, man. I miss. I just miss like. So I played rugby at UNH for a little while, and that was unreal, bro. Sounds terrible, rugby. It's fun, man. I still kind of had that drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I miss football, dude. It's, it's something you can't explain. That's why I think I miss baseball, dude. I'm a big baseball guy. It's fucking – my birthday is on Wednesday. This I go to a Yankee game for my birthday. My, like, 
my brothers and my dad every year. It's like, so what are we doing? We're having a Zoom call instead. It's like, what the fuck? What happened? Um, so yeah, I'm Jones of a sports fan. And when I think about me playing sports, you know, I, I miss it so much, but I was thinking about Justin Flores playing Booby Miles in the first game and getting hurt. I know, bro. He was so talented. What the uh, fuck? Uh, shit. Yo, yeah. He was so talented, that run that guy. Coach Hollingsworth, if you ever hear this, man, I hope you're safe and well. Yeah, man. There were some talented guys there, man. It's too yeah, bad. We should have been a lot better. We lost the games. We lost. We're very close. We were five and three, and they were all like last possession games and shit like that. So, I don't know, man. That school was kind of like it, it was sort of like you bring everybody together for a year or two no and try to make it. Well, you you, you, you have like, it's like here's a bunch of specialty players. Yeah. I mean, bro, like that, you bring everybody together for a year or two, try to make it work. Like the teams that are really good have four years of chemistry together, you know? And yeah, we all guys. School. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, uh, but we made it work, dude. We, we were good, dude. We, we just thought, you know, there was a few people that were a little soft. You know? <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We help. Like, that's just what it was. We, we were too soft. Like, not us. Like, not you. Definitely not you in particular. Like, Yo, Blaine, Blaine, Blaine was not soft. Blaine no, was no, not soft. Bro, <laughs> you know I'm not talking about Blaine. You, you know, I'm not talking about Flores, none of that. Especially not Drell, JJ, none of them. Blaine, Blaine was DJ one of like the hardest-hitting guys I've ever played sports oh, with, bro. Yeah, Blaine's the hardest-hitting person that I know besides my brother. Yeah, dude, he was a fucking beast, man. <laughs> um. Luckily, I just got to fucking throw passes during practice and not do hitting drills, so I'm cool. Yeah, that was another thing with our team. It was like it was like we only padded up twice a day, twice a week because we had such little. No, there was like 15 varsity players, and we all went two ways was, and it's shit. Like, that's like why we didn't win. Yeah, <laughs> but we was alright, bro. We made the most of it. I miss it. Shit, that was fun. So to be honest, man, that's sort of one of the reasons why I started this sports podcast is because like, I felt like I, I, I didn't really like, I don't know. I had a lot more to give in the sports world and maybe I'm done playing, but like, I want to study the draft more though. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, there's, I, I, I caught you slipping. I'm like, oh, I, I'm not, that's the thing, man. I'm realizing I'm not really like a, an, an analyst. It's kind of like, you like a talk shit is. Kind of, yeah. I like uh, that. <laughs> so I dig that, that. fucking analyst. Like, well, it's like you got to put a lot of hard work and time in and shit. And it's like if I devoted 40, 50 hours a week to that shit, maybe. But but no, I don't know. I'm still just, trying to figure it out. Headlines and then sauce it up. Yeah, know? that's there's there's a there's a place in the world for that. You know, yeah, right here. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't mean the, the life is long. Like you've been doing the music thing for 10 years and you're still trying to figure it out. I might have to do this for 10 years before I figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's everyone's journey is different. You know, at the end of the day, it's what it comes down to. So it's like, but that's okay. Some people fucking who aren't as talented as you are, as good as broadcast, podcast, whatever you want to call it, singer, rapper, like they blow up faster than you do, but you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, self-belief, time, discipline, being like, like making sure you put the work in, bro, you'll be good. I feel like everyone who's creative is good if they really put the work in. Um, yo, let me ask you this. Okay, I have a couple questions. Um, 
so in terms of the music, man, who are you listening to today that are like some of your favorite hip hop artists? I like Tori's new album a lot. Um, I love Frank Ocean. Uh, I like Party. I love Trav. Um, Travis Scott. Um, and then Kid Cudi, obviously. I listen to a lot of listen to Kanye a lot. Um, and then I would say, shit. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a lot. Honestly, I, I spent a lot of time listening to um, to like beats and songs I'm working on. Like right before we were on this, I was working on a record and it just made like a reference track. So sometimes, you know, with the way I create, it's, um, I don't really write anymore. I used to write a lot more than I, I do now. Um, and because of that, a lot of it is like I do reference tracks and based off the melodies. It's like I write, but first I like it's like if I send you a reference track, you probably laugh because it's like like on the song, and then I put the words. Okay, so you're trying trying to get the flow first, and then the words come. But that's your creative process. It's like to me, melodies drive the song, so that's the most step one. Get the melody step two. If the melody and words come together at the same time, which they, they do sometimes, they really do. Um, but most of the time, half does, half doesn't. As long as the melody's there, I know it's going to be a good song. It's literally like, it's almost like if the melody's there, I could say nothing, not one word. And I yeah. know it's a really good song. And there's songs I've written, recorded that I don't like, you know? So it's like, yeah. I learned melody's big for my music because it's all driven off my mood. I don't you know. I noticed when I was listening to some of your songs, um, you, yeah, it's it's not like dance part. It's like mu- music you move to, music you listen to before you go out, music you listen to in the car ride to the bar, at the bar shit. Yeah. You know what? It, it's crazy because, like, you could go through my shit. Like, I'm, I'm on my, my, my phone right now, right? Like, I'm on my phone and I'm on Apple Music. Oh, shit, Tana just came on Apple Music. Word. Apple Music be taking long to release songs right now. So Tana just came out, too. Oh, so, yeah. I just dropped two new records. One's called Normally I Don't Dance. The other one's called Tennis. Um, so if anyone listening to this wants to check them out, it'd be dope. I'm going to put this, I'm going to put some stuff in the headlines, like news music coming out. I'm going to like link everything to your, you know, to your Instagram or, you know, what, I'll figure that out at the end. But nah, I appreciate that. That's my I'm just, no, you know, it's funny. I'm just, I said that because like Apple be taking mad long to just review my music. You know, like, what are you talking about? Like a week, a couple days, or? Not like, so like, I think it's because no one, I don't know what it is, but they just take longer. It's like it's been out on Spotify since yesterday. Okay. That's what I was supposed, supposed to drop. I'm going to talk to it soon before we're going to be all right. Um, but the good news is normally I don't dance, is out. Tenet's out. I'm working on. I got gold is featuring my buddy prom night. He's sick. Um, that's dropping on Wednesday uh, on my birthday, 4:29. Um, and yeah, I'm just gonna steady be dropping music. Um, happy 2020 quarantine season. All right. So, do you have any like abstract ideas? that you may be afraid to step into like some like crazy like shit that you're like, I don't know if I'm like ready to do this or I'm a little scared to drop into this type of like creative work or anything like that. might not be music, might be something else. Nothing. Maybe like porn. Porn. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Is it weird that I said, I mean, look, it's, 
Maybe just for like a trial, like see how it is. <laughs> I'd watch a, I'd watch a Dylan St. John porn, you know, bro. I don't give a fuck. It, you know, I'll tell you, don't worry. I got some tapes, not nah, playing. Um, but uh, no, but um, so basically, I want to act, kind of. Okay. I want to act, and I've never really given. I've been an extra, um, which sucked. It's like the worst fucking six hours. That I spent two days. Got paid like fifty bucks. But um, so you want to cool. act, man? Okay, yeah, that's I think yeah. I'm good at it. Like I would love to be like Batman. Fuck. So like a big character, like a dominant, like fucking like alpha male character. I, I just like to do some cool ass shit. Like try out for it. Like see if it happens. You know what I mean? Why not? Fuck it. Like, yeah. I don't think ben Affleck's a good Batman. So I feel like oh I'm, man, I'm better than him. Shit. I'm way more Bruce Wayne than that motherfucker. He's fat, but he got chubby. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think it would be really cool to play I a villain. I love Ben Affleck, but he ain't Batman. Sorry, he ain't Batman. Bro, I think it would be really cool. See, like me, I want to play the villain. I think it would be so cool to play like a Bane or a Joker get, or like a fucking I get, like... I get, I, I get too caught up in that shit. I would, I, I'd, be, I'd be the... Yeah, that, I'd be that guy. It's like... Yo, don't love this character too, too hard. But and that's he like he's an alcoholic. He really, <laughs> like, he really played it. He really hasn't stopped drinking since he wrote the script. Like, we gotta talk to him. Like, it's like, yo, I feel like I would. That would be too, too, too much. I'm too, I'm too like that. Like, I, I would fall too, too deep into it. Bro, I think it'd be um, cool, man. Like, that's like, like the Methodist actors, like Christian Bale or Jim Carrey and shit, who just like get fully into their character or uh carries a little bit a little bit a little bit out they flow out there these days though yeah jim carrey oh yeah i don't know i love it i love that kind of stuff i mean i think he's amazing ace ventura is some of my favorite movies don't get me wrong laces out but like um what (laughs) but like i'm just you know yeah i don't know i think acting would be fun i was like thinking i might be good at it just because like I'm good at impersonations, I think. I don't know. Yo, let's get let's get it. Let's see an impersonation. Let's see what you got. Ah, shit, like who am I person? It's like more of who am I impersonating? I don't have like a impersonation. All right, so let's do like uh not Batman, like Superman or some other character. No, no, no. Don't give me like a Marvel character. <laughs> okay, let's do um let's do uh fuck, what am I? Uh movies. What entertainment. 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 Could you do like I don't know, Steve Carell in the office. That was the first thing that popped into my fucking head. Hardest one to do. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> all right. So the all driest right. humor ever. Like, you know, let's not and say we did this, but I'm telling you, if you catch me drunk, I'll probably do some good one. Yo, man. So that's like with me too. I have a lot of like like cool ideas that I'd like to try, but like it's you have to get become like so vulnerable to like put that shit out to the public. It's fucking challenging, man. Like you just said, if you're drunk, you could like get into those characters and stuff. Yeah, but like have you seen the Instagram live video that I had when I was in Paris. So in Paris, I I um I went to Paris in February, so chances are um not never mind. But uh, so I went to Paris. Is it still on your Instagram? Yeah, so look, bro, I ended, right. up, I ended up at a burlesque show um, what? With, with my girl on Valentine's Day, and I fell asleep in the first act because it was so jet-lagged. I, I was hung. I was drunk. We drank all day. You know how it be. Paris was eating. So I fell asleep, all these naked women and shit. And then um, I like, you know, I woke up during halftime or whatever, the intermission, 
And I was like, shit, I got to wake up. Like, I'm like, this is, I can't be fall asleep. Naked women, Valentine's Day, I got to figure it out. Smoked cigarettes, I like slapped myself in the face with some water. Came back down. They're like, yeah, I want to pick some out for the crowd. Next thing you know, they picked me. I'm like, oh, God, what's going to happen? So I ended up, you know, doing this. Wait, that's you? <laughs> oh, my gosh, bro. That's so funny. You could be, yo, you could be like a Chippendales. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm like magic saint. I get my career strip, stripping. Um, Bro, hey, if it shit. pays the bills, man, and if I was good at it and it paid the bills, I'd fucking do that shit. I want to try. Honestly, watch the video. Again. Honestly, watch the video. I think I, think I, have, I, think I have potential. I think Yo. I have potential. Hey, man, like, yeah, but that's one that, yeah, and it's like, I'm trying to step outside of my comfort zone so I can. I don't know if I want to really go into the strip. I don't know if I want to be a stripper, per se, but I'm just saying. What if it helped your music career? What if it helped promote your music career? Would you do it? I mean, that's an obvious answer, of course, but do I want to, that's like the worst case scenario, you know what I mean? I feel you. I have to become a stripper. I don't uh, want to be a chip in there. Yo, well, I mean, maybe I, if they made a movie about it, fuck it. I'm just like, I'm trying to do things that are like, you know, stepping outside my comfort zone in the creative world. And this is sort of just like a first step. You got to start somewhere, you know what I'm saying? So I think I'm trying to make this so maybe I could like show other people if you could step outside of your comfort zone and like create something that like, you know, positive things happen. And it just takes like stepping out that first step, making that first step and shit like that. And like, I don't know if you promote like positivity and optimism and you try to help other people, like good things come back your way. So like, I'm obviously going to like promote your music through this video and shit like that. And I mean, yeah, I mean, don't only promote the Paris video. Please. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'll promote the other shit. Record too, I'll be I will. You could definitely get a good laugh out of that shit. Um, but yeah, man, I, I appreciate like yo chopping up with you and yeah, yeah. Glad you're healthy through this crazy time. Well, I hope your family's healthy and safe. Um and uh yeah, bro, like well, you should just start going on. I'll do this every week. Let me come to I do. Shit. Yeah, what we if we can find like I'll some give, sort I'll of give, like I'll give you some hot takes, bro. I'll get them on Stephen A. I got you. Yeah, if it's sports or music or fucking culture, like whatever the fuck, you know, whatever we can do, man, I'm down because I'm I'm just gonna be trying to pump out content and shit like that. So, you know, um is there anything else you wanna like talk talk about or get off your chest or like fucking like Nah man, just as you know, everyone's honestly if I if you're in if you're anywhere near New York, just listen and stay home and don't be don't be an asshole and like understand that like if in order to make this shit better we just gotta listen so it stops and we can get back to like i know there's done back on the stage those people that are protesting it's like fucking crazy dude unbelievable look i want the world to start too but we got 400 people dying today i'm sorry like rfp all them but what i'm saying is you know, just if you're from New York, just stay home. <laughs> stay home, and then we'll be out sooner than later. And, uh, you know, everyone stay safe and wash your fucking hands and listen to my music. <laughs> All right, man. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. thank you for having me, man. And it was so good catching up with you. Shout out to Tilton. Tilton. Tilton Rams. That's right. All right, bro. Um,
Peace. Peace. Brand new house, brand new clothes. All this money got brand new hoes. Brand new check, brand new goals. All this money got brand new goals. Ride around the city with my phone yet. Where we going, nobody gon' know yet. I ain't got no need for a whip. I just took a plane to a plane to a lift. Yeah, yeah. Got a million now, used to have zero. Pulling up and I'm a hometown hero. Got my mama do some brand new crib. Upgrading, you can't match this shit. Five star stays on my high roller. Baby, I ain't never gonna die sober. I'ma sip this hand to my last breath. And I'ma smoke the pack till no pack left. Add another comma to my check, yeah. Skinny motherfucker, I'ma flex, yeah. Live to a lift to a jet, yeah.